Coming up, Mike Chapman, Loudoun County Sheriff. He was with President Trump when he signed the executive order for safe policing and safe communities. You don't want to miss this. Welcome to another Real American Heroes special edition. I'm Oliver North. Our guest today, my good friend, Sheriff Mike Chapman of the Loudoun County Sheriff's Office in Leesburg, Virginia. Sheriff Mike Chapman's been in law enforcement for over 40 years. He's a retired DEA special agent, and he oversees the largest sheriff's office in the Commonwealth of Virginia. As sheriff, he and his agency are on the front lines in the fight against the COVID-19 virus and the civil unrest that's rocking this country. Mike and his wife, Anne, have six children and seven grandchildren. He's not going to catch up to the Norths with 18. Now, Sheriff, you oversee the largest sheriff's office in Virginia. Loudoun County is one of the fastest growing and most affluent counties in the country. Loudoun County is one of the lowest crime rates in the Washington, D.C. metro area. How have you been able to get this low crime rate? Well, we're very fortunate. We've got a great team of people here. Uh, we're very actively engaged with our community. And I would say that the, uh, the reason that we're doing so well, Colonel, and by the way, it's great to be with you this morning. Uh, the, uh, the, the reason that we're doing so well is because we really try to do things on the front side. We actively engage our community. We know just about every community group that you could imagine. We've got over 400,000 residents in Loudoun County, and we have a open system where anybody can contact us at any time, express any kind of a concern they may have or any kind of a complaint they may have or uh, give us a compliment. And fortunately, we average about four to one compliments over any concerns or complaints. But I, I would say the reason that we're able to do so well is because we have top-notch personnel and uh, we work very closely with our community to provide the services that they need. Look, you've, you've been engaged. I'm not, I'm not bragging for you, but you, I'm, I'm glad to have you as a friend. You've been very heavily engaged in, in the White House issues. Uh, we've now talking all across the country of this demands for police reform and even protesters demanding that we defund the law officers of America. I don't know what, who, what they plan to do if someone calls 911, but what is it that you see we can do as a nation to deal with dignity and respect with law officers? Well, I think one of the main things that we have to make sure that we do is always engage in de-escalation. That's one of the things that we started very early when I when I took office here in Loudoun County uh, almost nine years ago. We were able to uh, really advance a crisis intervention training program and, and really uh, uh, taught our officers or deputies how to de-escalate situations. We found over a period of, say, about uh, five or six years that that just the use of tasers, for example, we went down from uh, 44 the first year that I was a sheriff, uh, down to 17 and down to 11, down to seven, and now we average the use of a taser four times or less a year. And I would say that has a lot to do with our communication skills, being able to be out there with the community and, and just try to do things reasonably. When it comes to escalation of force, we always try to make sure that we follow, uh, you know, force escalation appropriate for the situation. And it's always difficult because as you know, sometimes these things flare up out of nowhere. Things happen very immediately and very quickly. Uh, we've actually had citizens that have gone through our Citizens Academy and uh, have really enjoyed it. We've actually put some through the uh, 360 uh, virtual reality situations or shoot, don't shoot situation, situations, and they get a chance to see how difficult sometimes these situations can really be uh, and how quickly you have to make some calls. Our best when it comes to training, when it comes to working with our community, and I think those are the kinds of things that we have to really consider as we go forward uh, as, a, as an agency locally here and as a nation. 
Sheriff, you were with the president when he signed the executive order on safe policing for safe communities. Is what you're doing in Loudoun County able to be replicated around the rest of the country? I believe it can be. And, and uh, one of the things, certainly what they're trying to do is ban chokeholds. And I think that that makes sense. I don't know really personally of any agency that that is really doing that as a practice. Uh, I would say that that would only be allowed in a life and death situation where you're trying to save your life. I'd say the other the other issue here is, is accountability. And this really comes down to leadership when it comes to the uh, local chief or, or local sheriff to making sure they're holding their people accountable. An average chief lasts about three years and an average sheriff lasts about 12 years. So because we're in office longer, we really get to know and identify the problem uh, people that you have in a department. When chiefs are constantly rotating in and out of these jobs, by the time they recognize a problem, they may kick it knowing, kick, it, kick the can down the road, knowing that another chief is gonna come in and take over and, and things don't really get done. So it really has to do with accountability, paying attention, making sure you're on top of your game and not letting the, the bad employees slip through the cracks. And also when you look at uh, law enforcement nationally, you've got uh, over 800,000 law enforcement officers across the United States over 18,000 law enforcement agencies, police departments, sheriff's office, and, uh, and you have about 50 million citizen police contacts in any given year. And when you really look at all that and you put down, when you, when you weed it down to the, to the very few uh, issues that come up nationally, and you look at the numbers, I would say that law enforcement is doing a pretty good job. They're doing a pretty professional job with uh, with very rare exceptions. Well, it seems to me, and I, you know, I've been a recruiter for the Marines, and, and you know what it's like because you got a whole bunch of youngsters that have graduated from military academies. It's it's got to be more challenging to recruit good people when you see the kind of stuff that's coming out in the media, the the kind of attacks that they suffer from these pro, so-called protesters, and the civil disobedience that's rampant all over this country. It's got to be tough to recruit good guys. Well, it is. And I see, uh, you know, what I see is the politicization of, uh, of law enforcement, mostly police departments, what's going on out there. And I really feel bad for a lot of these chiefs because, because they have to toe the party line with whatever their elected officials are telling them to do. And it really puts their officers in, in difficult positions. Um, fortunately for us, answering directly to the public and not having a board that's controlling my messaging or whatever, I, I respond directly to the public. We're doing pretty well in Loudoun County. In fact, in just a, just over a year, we've actually had uh, over 80 law enforcement, certified law enforcement officers from other departments that have come to us. Uh, so we're not having any problem at all recruiting. In fact, our recruiting is getting better. And I think that's because uh, what you're seeing out there is uh, officers, not feeling they're getting the support of their chiefs because what's happening is an over-politicization of what we do. And our job really, Colonel, is to keep the peace and force the law and provide safety. That's what we do, it's that simple. And we gotta stay with that mission. Like 50 years from now when you and I are probably not gonna be here, but our great grandkids will be and they'll be studying about this extraordinary time in history. What do you want them to know about what you did? Because it's important for the history of this country. Well, I'd like to say, okay, so I took office about nine years ago, and I would say uh, the sheriff's office uh, was good. It, it was basic, but it was stagnant. And what I like about what we've been able to do uh, with our leadership team here is really turn us into a nationally recognized uh, office, sheriff's office for professionalism. I mean, we started with a, with a, to, to prove service, technology, efficiency, and professionalism. That was our vision. That was our mandate. And we've actually done that to be a member of major county sheriff 
Sheriff's on the executive board for them, on the board of directors for uh, for national sheriffs and on the DARE board. You know, all these different things that we're doing gives us national exposure and it gives us access to what's the, what the best practices are nationally. And we incorporate that into what we do. And I'd like to say that we've been able to pull the best things together and really make us a premier law enforcement agency that's nationally recognized. That's what I'd like to be remembered for. God bless you, brother. Thank you for making time to be with us today. I know you're busy. And I think that the facts that you're providing can be helpful to the American people in these challenging times. Thank you. Thank you, sir. And I, I appreciate it. And I think that's one of the issues we in law enforcement have to communicate what we do. Uh, when people see the scope of what we do, the complexity of the job, they see, uh, they see how important this is. And that's important for us to get that message out. So thank you very much. I appreciate glad it. To be, glad to have you with us and glad that you're our sheriff. If this broadcast has been informative, helpful, or encouraging to you, take time now to subscribe and let me know how these unprecedented events have affected you and yours. By doing so, you too may become part of this historical record of how America persevered and once again prospered. Until next time, remember, Semper Fidelis is more than a slogan for U.S. Marines. Always faithful is a way of life. Now, America, press on, press on.